Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you. Good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 Good morning, good morning, thank you, thank you, good morning. Thank you, 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 thank you. Glory to God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I just made a decision. It's not worth me being anywhere else. My God, I thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you, we lift up holy hands, and we just simply say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning, welcome. How y'all doing? Hey, Insta, hey, YouTube, hey, Facebook. Good morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory to God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, Menifee, hey, Menifee. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, glory, 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 glory. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank you, we bless you, we praise you. We magnify you, we glorify you, Lord God. We lift up your name this morning. Yeah, I will do anything thank you lord thank you lord just to see you Mm, thank you 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 Mm. my prayer is that the holy spirit change your perspective this morning 
Sometimes we lack in perspective and we think we have perspective. But when we have perspective, when we have perspective, Kirby, don't make me cry. Oh, when we have perspective, um, mm, thank you for that. It changes things. Like when we have perspective, then revelation comes, then manifestation comes. And so I'm just praying this morning for you that the Holy Spirit change your perspective in every area that you may be lacking in every area that you may have not walked into God's wisdom, that he change your perspective and that you see the wisdom of God. I am back into success and purpose coaching and the women God have given, have, have that, that given, have given me in this season. I know that he's changing their perspective in the word of God. And it just, what God gave me for them just looks so different, but I'm seeing the power of revelation break chains and I'm watching them discover themselves and I'm watching just the word work through them and bring them into the fullness of their purpose. And so often our perspective needs to be changed because we've only seen things in one way or we've only done things in one way or we only know God in one way or we really don't get what Jesus was about and religion and all of these other things just came in. And so perspective will change things. We don't even realize maybe perspective needs to be altered with our prayers and perspective needs to change our position of how we see ourselves, how we understand our worth, right? Um, and so I'm watching just in even my initial meeting with this first cohort of women, I'm just like, wow, they just need an alter. They just need to alternate their perspective so they understand what I see because I see how dope they are. I see how amazing they are. I just see things in them that are just, they probably don't see, but I see them. I see them even more different than they think they know themselves. And it's not me. It's the Holy Spirit's view. I want, take, I want you to think I'm taking credit. When I say I see, it's because God has given wisdom or the Holy Spirit has allowed me to see them differently. And as we're working together and as we're building together and they're coming into the fullness of their purpose, it's just been, it's an honor to be able to yield to the Holy Spirit and to be able to be with these women and walk with them through their journey. It is. And it's just been, it's just them altering their perspective. It's just them coming and saying, you know, I need something a little bit more if I'm going to put in push into purpose. And so it's us yielding to Holy Spirit and them allowing me to be the vessel to serve them in this season and push them towards purpose and push them towards uh, the call on their life. And so I don't even know why I got into that, but I'm so honored and grateful for this season to be able to coach them because I had stopped coaching for a while. I needed to make sure I was coaching in a godly perspective, in a godly way. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't even really want to coach. Um, I didn't. Um, but God was like, this is what I've called you to. This is your, like the woman in the Proverbs 31 woman who knitted and she did fine linen. This is your knitting and your fine linen. And so these women that you are assigned to and that I'm bringing into your life, 
I'm just going to teach you how to do this differently. So they altered their perspective. They knew they had purpose in them and they were like, you know what? We need someone to push us towards that. And we need to be faithful towards that. And so we just had our very first series of meetings, all my individuals, and then we'll get into our group sessions as well. And so thank y'all. Thank you for that. Thank you for allowing me to do that. Thank y'all for that. Thank you for allowing me to invade your life and poke you and pride you according to what the word of God has given me. So I appreciate you. So I'm just praying for the rest of you that your perspective is changing, that every time we encounter Christ, that our perspective is altered because what I know about rhythm and a cadence that does not align with God, what I've discovered about rhythm and a cadence that does not align with God is we'll think we're in step with God. My God will think we'll, we're in step with God is so, it's so, um, it's so, I'm just telling you, it's so easy to think we're in step with God and we're so out of alignment, right? Um, I was stretching last night and I said, I think I need to go see a chiropractor and just make sure my body is in alignment. Well, it's the same thing for us in kingdom. We'll be so out of perspective of kingdom because it's been altered by religion, because it's been altered by culture, because it's been altered by our feelings, because it's been altered by the things that we want to do it's altered by safety it's altered by the way we feel the way we think right it's altered by those things and so because we alter those things and be, okay holy spirit and if you're interested we still got some success coaching spots i'm gonna send that out to our partners today my partners get first dip so if you're interested in the success coaching i'm gonna drop some information and share that information today via email thank you lord um, but I just, um, I just, I know that we just need to change our perspective. Like our language, a lot of times seems kingdom, but it's not. And if you have a sincere gift of discernment, Nisi, don't make me cry this morning. Don't make me cry. If you have, you don't know how honored I am. If you have a keen sense, just a keen sensitivity to discernment, then you'll begin to recognize that even though your language sounds like kingdom, it's not really kingdom, right? It's not really kingdom. And so I just am praying that the Holy Spirit alter your perspective this morning. I just need, I need you to see things from God's view and God's way and what God is saying and what God has been trying to teach us. And, and when I say I'm asking him to alter your perspective, I'm really asking that the eyes of your understanding be open to the hope and call of who he's called you in Christ Jesus and that you have revelation knowledge because that looks different and you have the wisdom of the Holy Spirit because that looks different and that you're full of the Holy Spirit because that looks different, that manifests different. And I think in the, not think I know in the word, in the word that God is going to show us today, we need to alter our perspective in so many ways, in so many ways. And so I thank him for this word. Can we pause and pray for the purpose of our children today? I want to do that today. It's on my heart to pray for the purpose of my children. And even if you haven't had children yet, or you don't have, um, young children. And even if you have adult children, 
It's okay. We're going to pray for their purpose this morning. We're going to stand in steadfast for their purpose because some of you know what it's like, right? Um, some of you, I know Tamika, come on now. Y'all going to make me shout this morning. Some of you know what it's like to walk into purpose late. Um, I tell my story all the time. I accepted my call into ministry. Um, in February, it will be um, 19 years since I accepted my call into ministry, but it has been three years since the Lord positioned me and prepped me and prepared me to serve faithfully. So the last three years have been the most intense years, right? In which I've been walking fully into my purpose, writing, success coaching as an entrepreneur in media, in film and television because it was bigger than I thought. I thought I was just called to be a professor. I don't know. I don't know what this is. Come on, Holy Spirit. Never mind. I'm not going to quit it. I thought I was just called to be a professor, but that was only preparation ground. That was only one facet of what God was doing in me. And so for a while I was limiting myself. I was stuck right in on a track in which I thought was my journey, but that wasn't just my journey. That was only one part of my journey. And so once I begin to yield to the Holy Spirit and I really begin to submit my God to submit to my God, I'm just going to be honest with you. It did not happen until my husband left me. Right. And I just think sometimes for some of us, that's the catalyst for some others of us. We just need to take on someone else's testimony. We don't have to go through some of the things that other people have gone through. Like if we'll just take on their testimony and utilize what they're telling us to be the truth. That's what Paul and them were doing in the Bible. If we'll just let others properly disciple us, if we'll yield, if we'll learn to yield to one another, if we'll really learn to submit ourselves to other, each other, if we'll really learn to yield, if we'll learn to yield to our prophets and to our teachers and all of that, it'll start working out according to God's plan for us, right? Jeremiah 1 and 5, I formed you in your mother's womb, Lakeisha, right? And it'll start working through our plan. But often we're resistant. We don't want to yield. We don't want to submit to anyone else. We really are lawless. We don't want to submit to the word of God. Rebellion rises up in certain places. And especially if we like had strong mothers or strong parents, it's really difficult for us to yield to other strong women or to submit to authority, right? And then if someone told us that, um, that women shouldn't preach or we have an, a thing about women being in ministry when God definitely called me to ministry, right? Or whatever, then we have a hard time submitting, right? We have a hard time submitting to the word of God. We have very a very difficulty submitting to other people and we don't even realize our rebelliousness and our lawlessness is keeping us from walking out the fullness of our purpose we want a hype word we're looking for a hype word we're looking for words that are going to tell us how blessed we're going to be we're looking for words but when when true perspective hit the scene and when you need to get in your purpose you don't need a word that's just going to hype you up you don't need a word that's going to tell you how to be blessed you need a word that, that that's going to tell you you're blessed. You need a word that's going to burn up the chaff. You need a word that's going to carve out your flesh. You need 
a word that's going to change your trajectory. You need a word that's going to alter your spirit. You need a word that's going to alter your perspective. You need a word that's going to give you eyes to see. You, you need a word that's going to take your carnal places and reach inside of you and pull out the deep and the dark things that do not look like God. You need a word. You need a word. You don't need a hype man. You don't need a, you don't need a hype man. See, I, I, I like hip hop. And the hype man, even though the hype man got you crunk, the hype man didn't have the words. You, the hype man got you crunk like they would be a hype man. You have a hype man on the stage and they would be dancing and they would be waving their hands and they would pump the crowd up. But the hype man didn't have the word. The hype man didn't have the word. The hype man wasn't the one with the lyrics. The hype man wasn't the one with the word, you need a word. You need a word that'll change your trajectory and your life. You need a word that'll burn up the stuff in you that does not line up with your life, with your purpose, with your call, with your mission. You need a word. And so I wanna pause for just a second. We're gonna pray for the purpose of our children. And God brought me to Second Chronicles 7 and 14. And he said, if my people, if my people remember we've been building the altar remember we've been sanctifying and setting ourselves aside if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land and so every time we take and position ourselves in the word and we speak the word and we 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 say the word over our children, right? If we say the word of our children, then it changes things. So we're about to read Acts 2 and 17, and we're speaking this word over our children today for them to come into the fullness of their purpose, for their purpose to align with God. And if you've never spoke this over yourself, then take this for yourself as well, right? This is Acts 2, and this is Acts 2 and 17. And it says, in the last day, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people, on all people. So God is going to pour out his spirit on our children. Your sons and daughters will prophesy and young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. Even on my men servants and maid servants, I will pour out my spirits in, in this day and they will prophesy. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you that a prophetic word is falling on our children today, that our children are open the eyes of their understanding to the hope and call of who you called them to be in Christ Jesus, that their purpose is being revealed to them right now as we speak, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, and we speak to the generations. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We speak to the generations. We speak to the generations. We speak to the nation. We speak to our neighborhood. We speak to our churches. We speak to our children and our youth ministry. We speak to our sons and daughters. We speak to the, our grandchildren, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, according to your word today, that they are coming out of the belly of the well, Lord God, that they are walking in the fullness of their purpose, Lord God that they will no longer begin to see themselves in a lesser state, that they will not compromise themselves for the things of this world, Lord God, that they will become planted like trees by the rivers of water, Lord God, that they will not be given over to circumstance, Lord God, that they will not be wise in their own eyes, Lord God, 
that they will begin to speak the oracles of God, Lord God, that they will humble themselves and call on your name, Lord God. I prophesy to our children, awaken them today, O Lord. Awaken their spiritual gifts, Lord God. Give them dreams, give them vision, Lord God. Let them not lean into their own understanding, Lord God. Let them in all their ways acknowledge you, Lord God. My God, my God, so that they can walk into the truth of who you call them to be. My God, let them rise up out of rebellion, Lord God. My God, we cast this spirit of rebellion back to the gates of hell from which it came. We thank you, Father God, that our children will honor you, that they'll be drawn to your word, Lord God, that they'll run to the temple, Lord God. That they'll run to the temple, Lord God, and that their temple becomes the spirit of the Holy Ghost, Lord God. And if they're if they're tied to anything ungodly, anything ungodly, anything, Lord God, anything that does not line up with your word, any relationship that doesn't line up with your word, we speak boldly, Lord God, and we sever the cords right now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, they're coming out of filth. In Jesus' name, they're coming out of lack. In Jesus' name, they're coming out of poverty. In Jesus' name, they're coming out right now of selfishness and self-centeredness, Lord God. And they will run to your temple. And they will run to your temple. And by your stripes, my God, they are healed. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord God, that the wind is blowing on our children right now. The wind is blowing on our children right now, and that's our grandchildren as well. That the wind is blowing on our children right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for this word. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That they will prophesy and begin to dream dreams. And if your children are in the house with you, if you would just anoint them with oil this morning, if you if you ain't got no oil, use cooking oil. My God, just stop being so religious. If you ain't got no oil, use cooking oil, anoint them with oil this morning and declare that they will begin to dream dreams. And if your children are not in the house with you, find a point of contact, find a picture or something that represents them and just call them into purpose this morning in Jesus name. It is not too late. I don't care if you're on here and you're 60 and 70 and your children are older. You want to call your children to purpose. What you don't want them to be is on a path that seems successful, but has nothing to do with the Lord. You do not want them on a path that seems successful, but has nothing to do with the Lord, nothing to do with the Lord, nothing to do with the Lord. You want your children to be successful in the Lord. There is a way that seems to be right. And I know that this is hard for some of you to pray, especially if you feel like you're not walking in your purpose. But can I tell you something? When you begin to intercede and pray for your children, like you need to pray for your children, God will begin to burn up the chaff in you and he'll bring you closer to your purpose. Sometimes our purpose was just to be their parents in this season. And we thought that wasn't good enough. And God just wanted us to be in position to be parents in this season. And that's, that's a net, that's a call on our lives. And so we should always honor that above everything. Same thing as being a wife and everything else. We should honor those positions. They don't look popular, but they're necessary or God wouldn't have created them for, for kingdom. God wouldn't have created them for kingdom. Okay, let me read um, this Isaiah over us today. And then I'm going to get into just the word today. 
And this is Isaiah 55. I'm reading this over you this morning. God gave us, gave me this, the scripture to read over this, this morning. It said, is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, I love God. I love how he establishes things. My God, it's not about your worth. It's not about what you think you have. You don't have enough for God. It's about what he has for you. He said, is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the finest food. Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen and you will find a life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. See how I used him to display my power among the people. I made him a leader among the nations. You will command nations you do not know. And people unknown to you will come running to obey. Because I, the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, have made you glorious. Seek the Lord while you can find him. Call on him now while he is near. Let the wicked change their ways and banish the very thought of doing wrong. Let them turn to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. Yes, turn to our God for he will forgive generously. I love that. He will forgive generously. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My God, change my perspective, Lord. You see how all of this is working together? Change my perspective, Lord, because your thoughts are higher than my thoughts. And your ways are higher than my ways. My God, change my perspective, Lord. Change my perspective about money. Change my perspective about relationships. Change my perspective about your word. Change my perspective. Don't let anything be in me that does not line up with your thoughts or your ways. It says, for just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to. And it will prosper everyone I, everywhere I send it. You will live in joy and peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song. And the trees of the field will clap their hands. Where once there were thorns, cypress trees will grow. Where nettles grew, myrtles will sprout up. The events will bring great honor to the Lord's name. They will be an everlasting sign of his power and love. My God, my God. Hold on. I hear you, Holy Spirit. Mm. Mm. I love God. I hear you. Hold on. I like a bonus. This is Psalms 8. It says, O oh Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. Your glory is higher than the heavens. You've taught children and infants to tell of your strength, silencing your enemies and all who oppose you. When I look at the night sky and see the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars you set in place. 
What are mere mortals that you should think about them? Human beings that you should care for them. Yet you made them only a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honor. You gave them charge of everything you made, putting all things under their authority, the flocks and the herds and all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, the fish in the sea, and everything that swims the ocean currents. Oh, Lord, our God, Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. I love when God starts speaking to me through the word. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. My God, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. My child, don't reject the Lord's discipline and don't be upset when he corrects you. For the Lord corrects those he loves just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Joyful is the person who finds wisdom. The one who gains understanding for wisdom is more profitable than silver and her wages are better than gold. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. She offers you a long life in her right hand and riches and honor in her left. She will guide you along a delightful path. All her ways are satisfying. Wisdom is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold to her tightly. My God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord. You are my strength and my redeemer. Let your kingdom come and your will be done in our very lives. Holy Spirit, teach us, instruct us, be with us, guide us, multiply and increase us. In Jesus' name, amen. So I need to give you, that's rich. I hope you meditate on those. I hope you meditate on those this morning. I hope you meditate on those. Those were the bonus. <laughs> those were the bonus. Those were the bonus that Proverbs 3, 5, and that went to the 11th verse. And then Psalms 8, those were the bonus and Isaiah 55. If I were you, I would take those and chew on those today. Like I would chew on those today. I would just in my lunch hour, pause and chew on those. Say, God, what are you saying to me today? There were so many things he gave us richly. He liberally walked us through the work. So I need to give you a little bit this morning. And we were back in Luke five yesterday. I told you, we talked to, and I told you the Holy spirit was sharing with us that we were going to have to put something down, right? We're going to have to put something down. We're not going to be able to carry all of these things. Every time we have something in our hands, we're not able to bear the cross that we need to bear. And so I just need to give you this little part and help you understand. And if you've listened to everything that the Holy Spirit has led us to, you're going to see how this lines up, right? So let's go back to Luke 5. Um, We know Jesus was stepping in the boats. We know he was preaching, right? And then he looks when he finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it is deeper and let, and let down your nets to catch some fish. Hmm. Master Simon replied, we worked hard all night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let down the nets again. And this time their nets were so full, so fit with fish, they begin to tear. I need you to concentrate. And we're going to focus on this morning. If you say so, if you say so, if you say so, if there is a word from God 
If God says so, right? If God says so, then what happens? And as I was taking notes and I was asking the Lord, I was like, first of all, what's in my net? What's my net? And if my net is empty, then what have you said? If my net is empty. So we're going to focus just on the part that says, if you say so, right? Because what I'm, I'm beginning to understand in this journey and this part of where I am in my walk with God, it's at his word. You don't need but a word. You don't need but a word. You don't need but a word. You, you don't need but a word. And so he says to him, he says, if you say so, if you speak it out your mouth, then I'm going to do it if you say so. So I need you to understand some historical things. Jesus was not the authority on fishing. Peter was the authority on fishing. They had already been fishing at night and, and they knew that nighttime was actually the best fishing. They knew that nighttime was at the best fishing. But what Peter does here, what he does here is so actively powerful. He yields himself to the Holy Spirit and he yields himself to the Lord. Remember the Holy Spirit has been here since the beginning of the earth. And he's saying to him, he says, if you say so at your word, if you say so, then I'm going to do this at your word. It's not because I understand it. See, one of the things that happens to us all the time is we're trying to get natural understanding. We're missing God because we're tr still trying to understand things from a natural perspective, right? We're trying to see things the way that we think we should see things. We're trying to make them make sense. We want them to add up. But it's got, there's got to become a point and a place in your life when you come to the moment where it's not about that. It's about if you say so, Lord, if you say so, if you speak the word, if you tell me to go, if you tell me to tithe, if you tell me to sow, if you tell me to build, if you tell me to pray, if you tell me to do, if you tell me to walk it out, if you tell me to create it, if you say so if you say so if you put a word on it if you put some sound to it remember everything that god created he spoke when god created the world he spoke when god did something he spoke so the thing becomes lord god if you say so if you make a decision if you say so if you say so I want to take you to Matthew um, 8 and 8. The centurion soldier said, Lord, I do not desire to have you come under my roof, but just say the word. Lord, if you will say a word, my child will be healed if you say so. See, it's been in his word. That's why we pray the word. That's why we position ourselves in the word, because it doesn't take but one word their nets increase, their capacity increase because he said so. And if you didn't understand by now that you were called unto purpose, not for man's approval, but because God said so, it does not have to make sense. It does not have to add up. It does not have to be at opportune times. It's just if he says so. My God, if you say so, if you say so, Matthew 17, 27, right? It says, so we don't cause offense to go, go to the lake, right? They were talking about the tax 
and, and they were trying to challenge him on culture and they were saying, you got to pay your taxes. And, and Jesus and Peter was coming and saying, Lord, they're questioning us about our taxes. And he says, look, so not to offend them, gone to the lake, gone to the lake. And he said, the first fish you catch, open its mouth. My God. See, Tammy, you didn't know you were speaking prophetically. The first fish you catch, open its mouth. And in it, you will find a, a coin, a drachma, take it on and give it to them for my tax and yours. At his word, he spoke at his word. He said, he said, I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to give you the wisdom, the knowledge, the instructions, Lakeisha. If you'll go down, down to the lake, if you'll cash your pole, and if it's the very first fish you catch and you open his mouth, everything you're going to need is in your mouth, in their mouth. See, he said something there. He, he said something there. See, it's in your garden. It's in your garden. That's why the enemy has tried to fight you that it's in your garden. That's where the provision is in your garden. If you say so, right? If you say so, Lord God, if you say so, you don't need but a word. See, you've been looking for all these other things that have been counteracting the word that have been keeping you from purpose that have been walking. And it's just been in the, if you'll say so, like, if you say so, Lord, he was yielding to the Holy spirit in such a way, right? In such a way that it was getting ready to change the trajectory. He was getting ready to be so full. His nets were getting ready to be so full that his boat was going to sink his net net. So we're getting ready to be so full that he was going to have to call on partnership. His nets were going to be begin to get so full. It wasn't going to make sense. And it was at, at the word. It was at the word. It was on the word. It wasn't on anything else. It was on the word. Like it was at the word that this would begin to manifest. It was at the word that this would begin to change. It was at the if you say, like, if you say so, like, if you'll just, you'll just say so. I want to show you this. We know Jonah one, one and three. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amiti saying, arise, go to Nineveh, that great city and cry against them for their wickedness has come. It was at the word that Jonah was supposed to go fulfill his purpose. It was at the word. Everything is in the positioning, right? Everything is in the positioning. And that's what I was writing in my notes this morning. It's in the positioning of the word. It's in his say so it's in what he's said. It's in his request. I'm going over to Mark 10 and I'm going to read to you the 29th and the 31st. Yes, Jesus replied. And I assure you that everyone who has given up a house or a brother or a sister or a mother or a father or children or property for my sake, this is his word, right? And for the good news will receive now in return a hundred times as many houses, brothers, sisters, mother, children, and property. And along with persecution and in the world to come, that person will have eternal life. If you leave it for his sake, he's going to fill up your cup. If you abandon it, if you walk away, why? Because it's in his word. He spoke and said it in his word. He tailored it in his word. Let me take you over to James just a minute for a little bit more revelation so that you can see this and understand this in his word. 
All he has to do is speak and say a word. So you got to ask yourself this morning, what word has the Lord been speaking to me? Have I been submitting to the word? Have I allowed the word to be active? Am I trusting in the word or am I trusting in itself? Because once your perspective is altered, once your perspective change, once revelation change, then manifesting manifestation has to change manifestation has to change and so it's at his word let me go read james and the first verse to you and i'm going to get into this this is the 19th verse and it's and you need to hear this this morning because when i read this my i had eyes to see this it says understand this my dear brothers and sisters you must all be quick to listen slow to speak and slow to get angry Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly, humbly accept. I need you to capsize this. I need you to circle this later in your Bible. Humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts for it has the power to save your souls but do not but don't just listen to god's word you must do what it says otherwise you are only fooling yourselves for if you listen to the word and don't obey it is like glancing at your face in the mirror if peter had not paused and listen to the word his harvest would not have come in had he not launched back out had he not dropped his net had he not listened to the word because jesus is the word and the word was with him had he not listened to the word had he not taken note of the word had he not activated the word had he not walked in the word his net would have not been full he said but don't just listen to god's word you must do what it says otherwise you are only fooling yourselves for if you listen to the word and don't obey it it's like glancing at your face in a mirror my god this is rich my belly i feel the pull in my belly my god this is rich you see yourself walk away and forget what you look like but if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard then god will bless you for doing it if you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue you are fooling yourself and your religion is worthless pure and genuine religion in the sight of god the father means caring for orphans taking care of widows in the distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. It's in his word. It's in his word. We're going to end with this. We're going to end with this. We're going to end with this. It's in his word. My God. So if your nets are empty, if your nets are empty, Baby, it's in his word. What is his word saying about your nymphs? If things are not producing, if you don't have clarity of about, about your purpose, if you are hesitant about your purpose, if you don't want to walk in the fullness of your purpose, it's because you're not full of the word. 
The word, remember, I keep telling you, God keeps saying this to us. There's a way that seems to be right. There's a way that seems to be right, but there is a road that is very narrow. <laughs> There's a road that is very narrow. And some of us are not on the narrow road yet. We're still on the wide, wide path and our nets are not catching or producing. Let me read to you Jeremiah 1 and 12, and we're going to close this thing out. My God, what a word. It says, and the Lord said that the Lord said, listen, and the Lord said, that's right. And it means that I'm watching and I will certainly carry out my plans. My God, this is Jeremiah one, right? Five. He tells Jeremiah, I knew you and I formed you in your mother's womb before you were born. I will set you apart and appointed you as my prophet. Then he begins to give a vision, a prophecy to Jeremiah. Then he says to him, he says, Jeremiah, what do you see? And Jeremiah keeps telling him what he see. He said, good. He said, that's right. And what you need to know from this day forward that I'm watching and I will certainly, it says the Lord said he gave a word. I'm watching and I will certainly carry out all my plans. Then he begins to tell him in 14, he said, and don't worry. Yep. Terror gonna come. Yep. It may not look right. Yep. It may not look like enemies advancing. He said, but what you need to know, I'm calling out the armies of the King to protect you. Just go, just perform my word. Just prophesy. Don't worry about your age. Don't worry about your, what it looks like. Jo Jeremiah, if you will drop your net, if you will drop your net at the commanding of my word, I'm going to let you walk into the fullness of your purpose and carry out all your plans. The last thing I want to leave you with is what I read to you in Isaiah 55 and 11. It is the same with my word. Can somebody shout and throw something for me? It is the same with my word. I send it out and it produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want to and will prosper everywhere I send it. This is the word of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord for your life. It's in the word. Stop worrying about your purpose. Stop worrying whether or not it's going to manifest. It is. It's in the word. You just got to cast your net. If you say the word, you just got to yield to the Holy Spirit. You got to change your perspective. You got to let the Holy Spirit, you got to submit to the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to burn up your chaff. That James was powerful. We use that James scripture all the time. Oh, be slow to speak and, and quick to listen. But it's so much deeper than that. It's telling you to yield to the word of the Lord before you yield to anything else. It's in the word. My God, what a word. My God, what a word. My God, what a word. We thank you for your word. Thank you for a, a, a chastening word. Thank you for a chaff, a word that's burning up the chaff. Thank you, Lord God, for a word that's opening our eyes. Thank you for the word that's piercing our hearts. Thank you for a word that's piercing our spirits. Thank you for a word that's calling us to the deep. Thank you for a word that's challenging us to come out of darkness into the marvelous light. Thank you for a word that's kicking over our sacred cows. Thank you for this word this morning, Lord God. We thank you for this word. You thank you for the Holy Spirit. My God, we 
Thank you for the word that's quickening us, that's sharper than any two-edged sword, Lord God. We thank you for the word. We thank you for the word. We thank you for the word. We thank you for revelation in your word. We thank you that your word is manifesting in our life, that is producing kingdom in our life. My God, we submit and yield to your word. We submit and yield to the Holy Spirit, Lord God. Burn up anything in us that does not line up with your word. Anything in us, pluck it up, take it out. Lord God, change our trajectory in your word. For all of us that have been hopeless, or all of you that have been hopeless, Lord God, I thank you today you are being encouraged in the word, understanding that Jeremiah 1 and 5, God formed you in your mother's womb. He knew you from the beginning of the earth. And the Father, our Lord God, has great, great purpose for you. So let me extend the opportunity for any of you that have not received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. The, to activate this word, you've got to. To activate this word, you've got to. To activate this word, you've got to receive Christ as Lord and Savior. You've got to repent. You've got to say, Lord, forgive me for my sins. My God. And then you've got to invite him in. You've got to take him by faith in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I invite you to be Lord and Savior in my life. Lord God, now activate the word and the Holy Spirit in my life in Jesus name. My God, I thank you. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My God, it's in the word. My God is in the word. My God is in the word. It's in the word. It's in the word. It's in the word. Well, that's it. I love y'all so much. We're going to get ready for Bible study. I have Bible study night. I got to head to the radio station. Don't remember. Don't forget I'm on Rejoice Little Rock. We're on Rejoice Little Rock today, but it's in its word. It's in its word. Thank you for Bible study. Thank you for Bible study tonight. Consider becoming a partner of this ministry. Um, if, if it's, if it's beneficial to you, just consider being, becoming a monthly partner with this ministry so that this word can get absolutely everywhere it needs to go so that we can keep taking care of the poor. We can keep taking care of the widows. We can keep visiting the sick. Just get, just consider partnering with us. Thank you for those of you who partner. Thank you for those of you who are considering partner and you've been kind of skeptical. I thank you that God is confirming that for you right now in Jesus name. I thank you for the richness in this word. I thank you, Father, for our on-time word. I love you so much. But more than anything, God loves you, I promise. And God, 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 my God, God visited us today. Thank you for your word. He took us through the word. So get ready, ladies. Get ready for Bible study tonight. Invite somebody in. We'll see you back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Thank you for your constant uh, push and consistency. I love you with the love of Christ. May God bless you abundantly exceedingly abundantly above anything you can imagine. My God, it's in your word in Jesus name. Amen. My God. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.